Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we thank you once again as we are looking at another Bible study subject today, understanding the fulfillment of the law, that it give us understanding, give us revelation knowledge of your word. Help us to obey your word in totality without exception. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Today we are looking at the topic, understanding the fulfillment of the law. Understanding the fulfillment of the law is very, very vital that we know what Jesus is talking about because this subject has been turned upside down by so many preachers and teachers and assessing a lot of God to be seen in the grace God because they did not understand what the word of God is saying. Before I go further, you are joining for the first time. I want to give my life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Please quickly say after me, oh, I want to repent. Maybe you backslide. Say, Father, I come to you the way I am. I know I am a sinner. I have no power of my own. Have mercy on my soul. Forgive me all my sins. I'll put my heart unto you. Come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my God. And be my Savior. Write my name in the book of life and the book of the elect. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Father Lord, I pray for as many that have confessed you as Lord and Savior this hour. That they forgive all their sins in the name of our Lord Jesus. That they write their name in the book of life. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Grant them grace and mercy to serve you faithfully unto the end. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen, amen, amen in Jesus' name. You are welcome to the Christian faith, beloved. Please read your Bible. Join any Bible-believing church around where they will teach you the word of righteousness, holiness, faithfulness, and humility. These are the pillars you need to become what God wants you to be on earth and also to make heaven at the end of the day. Read the Bible. Study it and understand fully. The Lord give you understanding in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now, uh, looking at the topic, understanding the fulfillment of the law. Hmm. Let's go to our text in Matthew chapter 5, 17 to 19. 17 to 19. Take note that I am come to destroy the law or the prophet. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one title shall in no wise pass from the law, till all be fulfilled. Take note of that. Till all be fulfilled. 19. Whosoever therefore shall break one of this least commandment and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Don't ever forget this. Our memory verse now is verse 18. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one title shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Now we are talking about understanding the fulfillment of the law. And I'm going to start like this. Which law is our Lord Jesus Christ talking about here? 
that he has come to fulfill and not to destroy the law. Then number what I want us to focus on. Now the law is talking about here, it's talking about the Ten Commandments. Don't ever forget that. Because many people, they talk about the law, the law, the law. They don't even know what the law that we are talking about here. And you see that in the book of Exodus 21 to 17, talking about the Ten Commandments, is in the book of Exodus 20, verse 1 to 17. That is the law, the Lord Jesus Christ is talking about there, the law of Moses, which he gave to the nation of Israel and of course to all the children of God, which many of us we know. Thou shalt have no other God before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any great image, no. Thou shalt not bow down to them. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord in vain. Remember the Sabbath to keep it. Honor thy father, honor thy mother, that thy day might be long. With the Lord thy God give it in on earth. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. You know? So this is the law the Lord Jesus Christ is talking about. Because we must understand it. Very, very important. Jesus Christ clearly stated his position on the law of God. He said, do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophet. Unfortunately, many people think he did destroy the law. <laughs> he did not come to destroy it. More precisely, they say that Jesus even transformed the law. Some claim that you know, Jesus, by accepting Jesus Christ as Savior, as Christian, that one is free from any obligation to obey God's law. That is fallacy. You are not free. The common explanation is that Jesus Christ's obedience is credited to all who accept him as their Savior. My dear, don't follow those fallacies. If you obey the law, we must also obey the law. Some ask question. Is it alright to worship other God because Jesus has kept the first commandment? You are not to worship any other graven images. If Jesus fulfilled the law, we children of God must also fulfill the law. It's our obligation. Don't let anybody deceive you that because Jesus has fulfilled the law, so we are free from obeying the law. That is a lie from the pit of hell. So I want to understand which law is he talking about? The Ten Commandments. If Jesus obeys parents, let me ask you, does that mean we should not obey our parents again? If Jesus refused to bow down to graven images, does that mean we should go ahead now to bow down to graven images? If Jesus did not convert, are you not saying that we should go ahead and convert? By saying that Jesus has fulfilled the law, so we don't need to fulfill the law again. That is a lie from the pit of hell. That is a lie from the pit of hell. If Jesus or not his parent, are you not saying we should not honor our parent again? If Jesus did not commit murder, are you not saying that we should go ahead and be committing murder? <laughs> God is at the we begin to ask ourselves so we can understand where we are going in this teaching. So since Jesus did not murder, Jesus did not commit sin, see or lie or commit anything that belonged to other. Are you not saying that Christians are hereby free of any obligation to keep this commandment? We are not free, my dear. We must keep the commandment. He did say, I have come to destroy the law. He said, I have come to fulfill the law. I have come to fulfill 
the law. That is why, that is what he declared in the book of Matthew. Don't ever forget that. It's so clear. Think not that I am come to destroy the law. Jesus did not come to destroy the law. Or the prophet. He said, I am come not to destroy the law, but to fulfill it, to uphold it. So now that we know what the law is all about, that the Bible is talking about the law, the law, the law. Now, Jesus Christ did not destroy the law. He come to fulfill the law. Now, the question now is that, how did Jesus, we talk about the fulfillment of the law. What does it mean? What does it mean to fulfill the law on the part of Jesus Christ? What does it mean? Because that's the next question we must answer. We know the law that we're talking about now, they're talking about the Ten Commandments, and it's not saying that we should not obey the Ten Commandments. It's only telling you, I've come to uphold it. I've come to fulfill it. So we are to follow his example, not to exonerate ourselves from obeying the word of God. Because a lot of heresies are going on today. A lot of errors are going on today. People are not fulfilling the law because they just have fulfilled the law. That's the more reason we must fulfill the law. Because it leaves us as a perfect example. He, and then he, 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 he left himself for us. He showed himself for us as a perfect example to follow. But to follow his full step. Don't ever forget that. If we do what Jesus did, we will make heaven. If we refuse to do what he did, we will know heaven for us. That one thing you must know. John, is it John 13 when he washed the feet of the disciples? John 13 or 14, there about. He said, if I have, you call me Lord Master, I have washed your feet. He said, then you ought to wash the feet of others. Leaving you as an example for others to follow. So it's a pattern of example that we must follow. The washing of feet. We know that the feet is the most dirty part of the body. So to wash is talking about cleansing. We are to cleanse ourselves. We are to bear one another body. We are to help ourselves. We are to set ourselves free from any bondage, any that want to hinder us. We are to remove the little forces that are spoiling the vine. It's a teaching of humility, teaching of leadership that a leader is a servant. And a leader must be humble. A leader must go extra mile to remove every garden forces in the life of his member and a follower to make them to be what God has called them to be. And the same go to every born child of God. We are to bear one another body. We are to help one another. We are to take care of one another. We are to help one another. We are not to destroy one another. This is what we do now. Then we fulfill the law. So don't ever forget this. Now, we are going to, in to answer our question, what does it mean when the Bible says that Jesus fulfilled the law? Now, Jesus came to fulfill the law. But what does he mean by that? How did Jesus fulfill the law? Now, the Greek word translated fulfill in Matthew 5, 17 come from the root word plero, P-L-E-R-O-O, which can also mean to make full, to fill, to fill up. That is, to fill to the full or to render full. F-U-W-L. That is to complete. Don't forget, I repeat again. The Greek word translated fulfill in Matthew 5, 17 comes from the root word plero, which can also mean to make full, to fill, 
to fill up, to fill to the full, <laughs> or to render full. That is to complete. That is it. To complete. Jesus obeyed the word of God in totality. Thus, fulfill can mean to complete or accomplish. To fulfill, yes. When you say you fulfill something, you fulfill your promise, that means you have accomplished your promise. You promise somebody, I'm going to give you one million naira, I'm going to do it. But now you pay the money, you are fulfilling your promise. So this is what Jesus has come to do. But it can also mean to fill to the full. Matthew 5, 7 says, Take note that I am come to destroy the law. Or the prophet, I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Now, both in his life and in his teaching, Jesus fulfilled the law. That is, he did what is implied by the word. Feel to the full. In other words, he magnified God's law by his perfect example and gave it its full meaning, both in his life and in his teaching. So Jesus fulfilled the law, that is, he did what is implied by the word, feel to the full. He magnified God's law by his perfect example and gave it its full meaning. He emphasized its deep underlying principles and the need for total commitment to it rather than mere external acknowledgement and obedience. So we must know exactly this word. The statement that I did not come to do away with the law or the prophet, but I came to uphold them. Look at that. I came to uphold them in everything that I say and do. And Jesus Christ did exactly that, showing holy spiritual purpose of God's law, obeying it perfectly in thought action in both the letter and in the tent of heart. And this is why all of us we must follow the same example. Jesus did not commit adultery. He did not covet anybody's goods. He did not call the name of God in vain. He did not bow down to any graven image. You know, he kept the Ten Commandments. And we are to keep the Ten Commandments also. We must. We must keep the Ten Commandments. Because it says in the book of Matthew 5, Verse 19, he said, Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments, <laughs> whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments and shall teach me so, he said, it shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. I'm going to be giving you reasons why you must keep all these commandments perfectly. Jesus kept all the commandments. He exhorted them. He exemplified them. He anchored them. So it's not saying that because I fulfill it, then you shouldn't know God should not fulfill it. Don't follow those things. If you do, it's a way to perdition. Because we are going to see other scripture that warn us that we must not break any of the commandments of God. So Jesus fulfilling the commandments simply means he obeyed the Ten Commandments in totality. And this is what the law is talking about. When you are hearing about the law, the law, the law is simply the law of Moses, the Ten Commandments. 
what is the foundation that the pillar of Christianity we are talking about? Jesus fulfilled the law. We must fulfill the law. The only law we are not permitted to fulfill is the law of the sacrifice of animal and human sacrifice, which he gave himself, which he did by giving up himself as a sacrificial lamb for the remission of our sin, for the salvation of our soul, and he offered himself once and for all. And that no one, it is said, no one should involve in any form of human sacrifice or any animal sacrifice in the name of worshiping God or honoring his name. It's so clear, God make it clear to us. He fulfilled all the law. So when you are making an atonement for yourself, how you call upon the blood of Jesus? You don't need the blood of any human sacrifice or the blood of any animal to do that. He won't run in the scripture. Yes, I fulfill all the law. And we have to fulfill the law. But the law we are not permitted to fulfill is the law of human sacrifice. Because he did it. He paid with his own blood. Sacrifice of animal, sacrifice of this, which a lot of people are still doing today. It is wrong. Because they are quoting from Old Testament how Moses will offer a lamp without blemish. They are going back to it. That one was fulfilled by Jesus and he told us this we must not do again. So all the law he said we should not do is clearly stated. And this is exactly the one he said we should not observe again. Other one he fulfilled, we must fulfill it. If Jesus pay tight, we are to pay tight. If you give out himself as first offering for first fruit, we are to do the same. We are all going to die. We are all going to resurrect if the Lord tarries. So don't let anybody deceive you. A lot of people are not paying tight today. People are not giving their first fruits. They just have you are to do the same. It's a law. <laughs> it's a law. It's in the Bible. So anything that's written in the Bible that you put aside will stand against us person on the day of judgment because the Bible will be opened up. That I just like declare. That's in Matthew five fourteen. I mean Matthew five verse six. And, uh, what, what do we just read now? Okay, verse. Matthew 5, from verse 17 to 19, where we are reading from, the verse 17. He said, take not, <laughs> take not that I come to destroy the law, or the prophet. He said, I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. He now left us in verse 18, he said, for verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one judge or one little shall in no way pass from the law. Till all be fulfilled. In other words, we are under obligation to fulfill all the law. What he's saying there is that nobody among my followers that will make it to heaven that disobey any part, any portion of the law of God. That is what the Lord Jesus Christ is saying there. And we must have a full understanding of his word. Well, let me ask you this question. If you are in a family, in a family now, because we are family, if the oldest sibling in the family of many children is an excellent role model observing all of the house rules and regulation, will his action now free his younger sibling from any obligation not to perform their own role? Of course, no. So why do people think differently about God's spiritual family? Why? A biological family of seven children, the eldest brother 
a superhero in obeying the rules and regulations of the family. Does that mean that his younger one should not obey the law of the, of the family because the senior is observing it? So why must somebody think different about the law, about the family of God? It's the same thing. So the fact that Jesus Christ, our most eldest brother, have observed the law, he kept the law to the brim. That does not mean that we ourselves, we should not exonerate ourselves. That Jesus has forbidden the law. I will not be. No! There are a lot of people that are committing adultery, they are bagging themselves up. Jesus has fulfilled the law. What we need to do is to repair. My dear, you better stop that. You are playing with fire. The same Bible says, He that breaks the egg, serpent will bite. No that whatsoever refuses to obey any part of the law, it says, serpent will bite the person. Is it the word of God? So we must understand this completely. In Isaiah 42, 21, Jesus Christ talked, the, 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 the prophet prophesied about Jesus. He said, the Lord is well pleased for his righteousness' sake. He will exalt the law and make it honorable. I love that. The Lord is well pleased for his righteousness' sake. He will exalt the law and make it honorable. This is what God expects all of us to do. Isaiah 42, 21. We are to live our life to please God. We are to exalt the law and make it honorable in another ramification. Don't ever forget that. You must exalt the law. Make it strong. Make it great. In all ramification. Jesus Christ magnifying and exalt the law. He's showing it in spiritual intent. In the spirit of the law. Demonstrate it true significant and value. In his personal life. As a believer even in the life of his disciple. Now, let's talk more about that Matthew 5, 18. Come on, we understand fully. For verily I say unto you, to heaven and earth pass, not one jot or one title shall in no wise pass from the Lord till all be fulfilled. Make it even clearer that he did not come to destroy or nullify the law. For surely I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one judge or title will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Here Jesus now compare the continuance of the law to the permanency of heaven and earth. Are you, are you listening now? Jesus compared the continuance, our continuation, our obedience of the law to the permanency of heaven and earth. Jesus is saying that God's spiritual law are immutable and indestructible. Don't forget that. They are immutable and indestructible. So what Jesus, what did he now mean? By not one jot or title. Jesus seemed to lay it down that the law is so sacred that not the smallest duty of it will ever pass away unfulfilled. Don't ever forget that. That's what he's saying there. That every part of the law will not go unfulfilled. And if that is the truth, where then do you anchor your faith of not obeying the totality of the word of God? Because there are strong scriptures I'm going to be showing you now to prove to you that every born child of God must 
as a matter of fact, fulfill the commandment of God. If we do not, we are looking for causes upon our life. And the causes of God not come upon us in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Don't forget, the only scriptures, the only law that God has fulfilled and I said that nobody should practice again is that of sacrifice. And quickly, as I'm rounding up, let's go to Hebrew chapter 9. Hebrew chapter 9. We'll look at some of those scriptures there. 9, I will jokingly read it, 13 to 14. For if the blood of bulls and of gold and the ashes and heifer, sprinkling unclean, Sanctifier to the purifying of the flesh. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offer himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead work to serve the living God? To serve the living God. In the Old Testament, it was animal. Now, Jesus has used himself through the eternal spirit, offer himself without spot to God. There. And in chapter 10, he gave us clear commandment that nobody should be involved in anything called animal sacrifice or human sacrifice because the Lord has ordained it to be so. But others, he told us to go ahead to fulfill and to complete it. Hebrew 10, from 10 to 12. By the wish by the which will we are sanctified through the offering, listen, of the burden of Jesus Christ once for all. Through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And every priest standeth daily, ministering and offering up to time the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. Which can never do what? Take away sin. So, that's why you dare not do it again. Can't take away sin. <laughs> but this man, verse 12, after he had offered one sacrifice for sin, forever sat down on the right hand of God. From henceforth, expecting to his enemy be made his full stool. 14. For by one offering, I love this, he has perfected forever them that are sanctified. That are sanctified. That are sanctified. That is it. So once and for all, he has perfected everything. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 8, for God spare not his only begotten son. He freely gave him up to us. He said, how shall I not with the father freely give us all things? All things. So nothing like human sacrifice, nothing like animal sacrifice in the worshiping of God again. We are clearly instructed not to do that because it was fulfilled in his death and resurrection. But the Ten Commandments, we must go ahead to uphold them. If you do not, the Bible says, such believers are under terrible causes. Now quickly, let's see the reasons why we must all obey 
the law of God in totality, without exception. Now, Deuteronomy 27, verse 26. Cause is anyone who does not uphold the word of this law by carrying them out, then all the people shall say, Amen. Is it in your Bible? Yeah. Cause is everyone who does not uphold the word of this law by carrying them out. We must obey the word of God. Whatever the Bible says, do, do. Except for the one we have clearly warned not to do. Galatians 3.10 For all who rely on the works of the law are under a cause as it is written. Cause is everyone who does not continue to do everything written in the book of the law. Cause is everyone who does not continue to do everything written in the book of the law. Don't allow pressure to deceive you. Preacher come up today to say all kinds of things with that scripture backing. These are the reasons why we must obey the law of God in totality. He said, cause is everyone who does not continue to do everything, everything in everything, written in the book of the law. That is Galatians chapter 3, verse 10. Then James chapter 2, 10 to 11. James chapter 2, 10 to 11. For whosoever keeps the whole law, and yes, tumbles at just one point, is guilty of breaking all of it. That is serious. I repeat again. For whosoever keep the whole law, and yes, tumbles at just one point, is guilty of breaking all of it. Verse 11. For he who said, you shall not commit adultery, also said, you shall not murder. If you do not commit adultery, but do commit murder. You have become a lawbreaker. That is serious. A lawbreakers. Thus, Jesus ratified the Ten Commandments as the basis for Christian behavior. He showed that if a man has hate in his heart, or if he even lost for a woman, he is breaking the spirit of the law and spiritually committing murder or even adultery. Clearly, the Bible does not say that we are free from keeping the law because Jesus fulfilled the law for us. Those who follow Christ and desire to be in his kingdom are obligated to obey and uphold God's law. Those who have been forgiven and desire to be like God will zealously desire to obey and please God in all ramifications of their life in all ramifications of their life. So, beloved, this is what it means when you talk about Jesus fulfill the law. We also must fulfill the law without leaving anyone aside. And the one Jesus said we should not do, we have seen in the book of Hebrew. So stay away from animal sacrifice, human sacrifice, burning of incenses, all those things. We have clearly want to stay away from it. So let us open our mouth and begin to thank God for opening our eyes once again to the revelation of his word. As I round up with Jeremiah 11 verse 3 and say 
thou unto them. To say the Lord God of Israel, cause be the man that obey not the word of this covenant. We will not be caused by God because we obey all his word in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Say, Father, I thank you for your word. Just grant me grace to be obedient to the totality of your word. Help me to fulfill the law. Help me to keep the commandment in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Commandment of Titan, first fruit, all of them. We have to obey them all. Because Jesus fulfilled them, we are must also fulfill them. Grant us grace to fulfill your word, to obey all, not to break any of your commandment. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Let me begin to ask for grace. Grace to be obedient to the word of God. It's not by power, it's not by man. It's not by power, it's not by law. We are for grace. Grace, grace to be obedient to your word, to be obedient to the fulfillment of your word. In the name of our Lord Jesus. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Beloved, share the word of God with as many people as possible. Please don't keep it to yourself. If you have any questions, you can always send messages to me on that WhatsApp line. Don't call because if you call, I might not be able to pick your call. Just send messages to me. I will always respond. And for some of you that might be blessed, want to be a blessing to us, our account details are there. When you press it by the, the, the right key, by your right, just press it, the, 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 the button by your right upper hand, all details of our account will come out there. God bless you. Remain holy and rapturable in Jesus' name. Amen.